Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the podcast, Knock Off Lululemon. I'm your host, Sarah, and today is just kind of a chill, laid-back episode. Normally, I try to, I try to like, make notes before I film an episode, just so I don't get off track or there's no, like, lull in the conversation, but today I think I'm gonna just blindly talk and make it up as I go. <laughs> um, I'm not talking about any super specific athletic experiences or advice that I have today, but the Olympics are going on right now. The They keep labeling it as like the 2020 Olympics. Is that what we're calling it? Because it's 2021, but like the logo was better for 2020. I don't know. The Tokyo Olympics this year, sorry, the Olympics this year in Tokyo, those are underway right now. And it's always super inspiring to see athletes that are literally my age (laughs) competing on the world stage and it's just incredible and it's inspiring and I want to talk about it so here we are you're stuck with it I'm sorry that's just the way it goes sometimes I guess first I should get into kind of a summary of my day except it's only nine in the morning and I haven't really done anything yet (laughs) maybe I'll just talk about yesterday or like my weekend or something Because today, literally all I've done is walk the dog and eat breakfast. breakfast. That's it. Now I'm sitting in bed filming a podcast. But, you know, that's just how how life goes. Yesterday. Yesterday was Sunday. What did I do yesterday? I have this problem every time. Okay, yesterday I went to church. It was a really good sermon. We're going through Revelation right now. So it's, you know always impactful except we haven't even gotten into the tribulation part of it yet we're still we just finished the letters sorry dear just finished the letters to the churches and it's ugh, lukewarm laodicea i recommend reading it it's revelation three fourteen, i think something like that it's a letter to the church in laodicea highly recommend reading that if you have the time and then came home, (laughs) duh, oh my gosh, what did I do yesterday, oh yeah, yesterday I was, it was literally just, I've been working on this dress, right, and I was gonna wait to talk about this on the creative segment, but that's basically all I did, is I got this fabric from a thrift store two days ago, I made a video about that, it's on my business Instagram, underscore beyond, well not my business Instagram, Instagram for my business that I do not own. It's not mine. <laughs> uh, it's underscore beyond the faces. Go check it out. Also, that reel, it like it didn't blow up per se, but it got like 50 likes. I actually want to see how many views it got now that I'm thinking about it because if it got 50 likes, how many views did it get? <laughs> Can I even check that? I don't even know. I should not be doing this right I'll do this later. <laughs> but go check it out. I got this fabric. It's kind of grandma-ish, but honestly, I love it. It was, like, the exact fabric I was envisioning when I was thinking, like, oh, I want to go thrifting for fabric. This is it. And so I'm making a dress right now. I don't know if y'all saw the one of Ariana Grande's interviews on, like, a late-night show with, I think it was Jimmy Fallon. I don't know. I kind of mix up the late-night hosts because I don't watch late-night shows. But I remember seeing, like, there's this one that she had. I'm pretty sure it was Jimmy Fallon. And she was wearing this, like, pink baby doll dress, and I'm making a dress like that. And it was going well, but now I'm struggling a little bit, but it's okay. You know, I'm going to figure it out. 
I think I just need to sew in some darts or something and I need to put on straps but that's been like a two-day process and I really don't feel like working on it right now even though I could finish it in probably like an hour not even an hour I could finish it in like 20 minutes why do I keep yawning <laughs> so that's literally all I did yesterday and then I watched the Olympics oh yes women's gymnastics team I also I know I'm going to talk about that later and then I watched the swimming swimming y'all I did one season of it <laughs> this past year and it is brutal I don't understand how these people are swimming those events so fast like it just it makes zero sense to me I was slow <laughs> and well I mean to be fair I only trained for one season even then it was like half a season because I was so busy with field hockey I like didn't go to any practices but that's fine I'm not I it's because I'm sitting in bed I keep yawning I am I guess I should move on to the creative part of this podcast, but, you know, I just kind of explained what I was doing. Oh, well, I guess there's something new. So I'm working on that dress, right? I'll let y'all know how that goes. I'll probably put a picture of it on the Beyond the Faces gram, so go check that out. I'm thinking about doing an Instagram for my podcast. Not really sure about that right now, though. So... Because I'd actually have to, like, talk to my parents to get that allowed because I would run it. It wouldn't be somebody else running it. Unless I could get somebody else to be my manager and then they could be their Instagram. But, you know, (laughs) it's fine. It's whatever. And then I'm also going to use some of that fabric to make some tote bags. We got a winter line coming in. And I'm thinking about doing some fabric lunch boxes. I've seen these or I saw a video on somebody having one and I was like, you know what? Those would be pretty cool in my shop, so I'm thinking about doing that. Oh, I should put a poll up on the gram. Yeah, that's... Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm All these ideas are kind of coming to me as I'm filming this. And then also, I'm get down... I'm, oh my gosh. It's too early in the morning to be doing this. I haven't had any coffee or anything. I literally just ate, like, yogurt. Like, I made a parfait, and that was it. That's all I've done. Um, I'm gonna start a fashion blog at some point. I'll get y'all the details on that when I actually, you know, create it. (laughs) But I think that's what I'm gonna be doing today and tomorrow. Okay, so today I have these AP stats homework that I was supposed to do over the summer. And school starts in a week and I haven't done it yet. (laughs) So we need to do that. I literally have to read this entire book on statistics and write like a paragraph for each answer and I'm... I'm not feeling, I, my gosh, I can't stop yawning, this is super annoying, it's probably annoying for you too, I can't imagine that me aggressively inhaling is any fun. I have a doctor's appointment today, now that I think about it, it's at 11, it's 9.30 right now, so I have some time, but I've been having a lot of, this is TMI, but you know, it's a podcast, you get a little look at my life, <laughs> it's, I've been having some indigestion for the past year or so that has me a little concerned i'm pretty sure i'm lactose intolerant so that's a biggie i need to get that checked out and then i'm also just gonna talk about how my stomach hurts pretty much all the time and i'm not a fan so you know hopefully that's not too concerning but uh you know it's it's chill it's whatever i think that's about it any other plans I have for today? I think I'm going to go lift. I finally called my boxing place. It was like, with a membership, can I just come whenever and lift? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I'm probably going to do that. I don't know when. 
He said there has to be someone there, but they're open until 8.30, but they only have classes at, like, really random times in the day. Oh, that's the wrong, that's the cycle bar app. That's the wrong one. Title boxing. Okay, so I did not realize that my Anchor app stopped recording, but, you know, that's cool. That's whatever. <laughs> it's not like I totally started talking for another 10 minutes, but here we are. It's all good. I'm going to move in, just jump right in. I forgot what I was saying earlier. I think where it left off was just me trying to find, like, a time when I could go lift. So, that's going to happen. That's about it. <laughs> that's all you need to know. Um, I just got a text. Sorry. Uh, what is going on? My phone is glitching. No, please don't do this. Okay, that was really weird. Um, not really sure what happened. My phone literally just, like, shut off. And I was, like, like, it shut down. But then I tried to turn it back on, and then nothing happened. And then I just, like, let it sit there, and then it turned back on. And I don't really understand what happened, but, you know, it's okay. Anyways, jumping straight into the meat of this episode, the Olympics. There is something about it. I mean, obviously, it's not a mystery. Like, everybody feels this way, pretty much. And that's why it's so popular. But just watching athletes represent your country, and not just, like, athletes, but, like, the best in the world, the top, the cream of the crop, if I may, competing on a world stage, representing your country in these, like, insane events, it's just so cool to watch. I don't know, it's just absolutely incredible. And then it's always super inspiring, and it always, like, evokes a feeling of patriotism, I think, in that country, And, well, in the U.S., we kind of need that a little bit. So watching the country band together over these athletes is just something super incredible. And it's always something I really enjoy. I love watching the Olympics. I'm always, I'm probably super annoying because I'm always going up to my dad and be like, can you turn on, like, what event's on right now? (laughs) And just watching that. My mom actually took, like, a quiz or whatever on what the most popular events are to watch in order. I'm pretty sure they are gymnastics swimming the third one I think it's basketball but that just doesn't feel right and then the fourth one is track and field so those are the ones I watch not basketball but definitely gymnastics and swimming and track (laughs) and now I can say I've done all of those also I was watching the swimming events last night and it is actually insane how fast these people can go Because I did one season of swimming this past winter, and it was horrible. The workouts are miserable. Well, it wasn't horrible. I thought it was, just because I'm a wimp. (laughs) The coaches were so nice. Everybody was great, and I got really fit. But, oh my gosh, it was so exhausting. The workouts are so tiring. Because our bodies are made for land. Like, we are humans. We are designed to be on land and put us in water, and we're going to struggle a lot more. It's brutal, guys. It was so painful. Ugh. (laughs) I'm personally not a fan, but watching these people, like, just swim so fast. And for some of them, swim so fast for a long time. Like, the mile swim. Guys, that's horrible. I've only, the farthest I've ever swam is a 500, but that was, like, with flippers on. I I don't think I can do one without flippers. (laughs) I'm gonna be real. It's so brutal. 
anyways, it's always just so insane to watch people do things that you know you couldn't do. But at the same time, it's really inspiring. And this is kind of what I really wanted to hit on in this episode is how, like, I feel inspired to be an Olympian. And I somewhat actually feel called by God just because this has been a thought in my mind for so long. Even though, like, the event has changed, it's still, like, I've just... I think I'm going to be one one day and that could I know a lot of you guys are just going to dismiss that as like oh my gosh she watched the Olympics like now she wants to be an Olympian I've like this has been a dream for oh my gosh nine years (laughs) and even though the sports changed like I still think I'm going to be on that world Olympic stage and that's something I really want for myself and I think that I can achieve but we're getting into that I want to start the beginning of our story the 2012 Olympics It was in London that year. This was back when I still lived in my old house and I remember just sitting in the living room with our huge boxy TV watching these incredible gymnasts just do things that I could never even imagined were possible like on a floor much less like on beams or on bars and on vaults and all that all that amazing stuff and I just oh I remember the USA team, women's team of that year, Gabby Douglas, who was so incredible, and I feel like she just gets forgotten a lot, so this is my self-promo for Gabby, <laughs> Allie Raymond, and those are the only two I remember. <laughs> There's another, Jaden, her name was Jaden, I think it was like Jaden Knowles or something like that, no, that's not right, I just know her first name was Jaden, and then there was like two other girls, but I remember those three were like... I don't know why they're the ones that I remember so much or so well, but Gabby Douglas, she was just such an inspiration to me. I think it was her Olympic debut. She wins gold in all of the events. She was so humble, so down to earth. She's a Christian and just seeing someone like me, well, I'm not black, so I can't really say someone like me, seeing a Christian like me, uh, be able to use her athletic platform, one, uh, to win, <laughs> And two, to, like, bring glory to God was just really inspiring, and it gave me hope that, like, oh, I can do that. So, shortly after that, I enrolled in gymnastics, <laughs> like a ton of other girls do, and I remember, oh my gosh, guys, I would literally, I also watched rhythmic, rhythmic gymnastics, which is still so pretty to watch. I love watching rhythmic gymnastics. I remember going out into our garage <laughs> and taking a jump rope <laughs> and spinning it, like, above my head, like it was one of those ribbons. And I would, like, whack the car, and my mom would get mad, but it was worth it. I was so inspired. And so I then did gymnastics for two years, and I remember the first year I did it, I actually made, like, it was the first year I'd ever done gymnastics. Well, I did, like, Little Gym or whatever. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of that, but it was basically, like, people's birthday parties, and you'd go and mess around, basically, and do really basic stuff, and then you'd get a medal at the end. Well, some of some, you could do birthday parties there. It was also like a like a little like gymnastics for babies, basically. And I did that. I loved it, and I got a participation medal. But you know, I treasure that medal. That was my first gymnastics medal, so you know, I was like, "Wow, <laughs> I'm an athlete. I did this." And then I watched the 2012 Olympics, and then I got I enrolled in a gym. I think I was in third grade. Was I in third grade or fourth grade? Did I do it for three years or two? I, like, genuinely can't remember. <laughs> that's that's fine. That's cool. I remember... Okay. This is just one story from my ye old gymnastics days. 
but I was, because I was a beginner or whatever, and one of the younger kids, I was put with the bronze group, and I remember the floor routine was really basic, and I was kind of, I was excelling at everything except the beam. The beam was my biggest hurdle in gymnastics, but again, I think I'll talk about that later. I might, I don't know. <laughs> We're seeing how this goes. But I remember watching the two girls who were in the silver group do their floor routine, and I memorized it. I, like, watched them do it, and I memorized it. And then we had one practice that was on Halloween, and this is when my mom was more strict, and we didn't, like, celebrate Halloween or whatever. Or we did, but, like, I didn't go trick-or-treating or anything. So I had a gymnastics practice, and it was just me and one other girl there. And we were working on floor, and our coach was like, um, I need to run through the silvers routine, like, myself, just so I can um, give them some corrections. And I was like, oh, can I do it with you? And she was like, yeah, but you don't know it. I was like, no, I've learned it. And she was like, what? <laughs> and so I did it with her, and they moved me up to silver. <laughs> and I just remember doing that and being so proud of myself. I was like, I jumped a group. <laughs> Lol, look at me. <laughs> I was so proud of that. I loved that gym, but I had to switch gyms after the competitive se- Oh, no, I should talk about that season one. Y'all, I thought I was on track to being a Olympian. Honestly, I did win states. No, I got second in states. I got second all around. I won three events, I got first, and then I got second, or third, what did I get? I didn't fall off the beam, but I didn't, like, win beam. What did I do? No, did I win? There was one event that I got, like, third or fourth in. I think it was vault, actually. Even though vault was always one of my stronger events, but, you know, it's cool. And I got second all around. I was like, that, that seems a little weird if I won three events and this other girl got first, but you know, it's fine. (laughs) It was, oh my gosh, guys, it was such a great moment. I still remember it. I still have the trophy and like the, the different medals. I would like my first gymnastics meet, I won everything except beam, but I won the all around and I was like, I was winning. I was killing it. And then I had to switch gyms because we moved and so I started going to this new place, and I was still good. I was learning a lot of tricks, and I was I was accelerating, you know? I was I was vibing. But I was also switched to a more competitive, like, group. I didn't win as much. That states, I remember, did not go well for me. I was just really in my head. But, guys, the feeling of gymnastics was so incredible. Hello. Yeah, I know. What time are we leaving? Okay, well, my mom just reminded me that I have an appointment, so we gotta remember to edit that out. The feeling of gymnastics was just so incredible. And every year, I... Not every year, it's frequent that I, like, regret quitting. But at the same time, like, it gave me... It gave me extreme athleticism. That has seriously helped me through my entire athletic career, obviously. Because that's something that coaches look for, is natural athleticism. So, what up? (laughs) And it also taught me how to never give up, I think. Like, mind over matter. So many hard conditioning days. And literally gymnastics is just breaking the boundaries of what's physically possible. And breaking the bond of fear that's over you whenever you decide to do a back handspring on a four inch wide beam (laughs) 
it's insane. It's given me a lot of good life lessons, and I'm I miss it so much. I love tumbling. I would go back to tumbling, except I have, I'm committed to school, so I do want school, so I'm not trying to get injured. Although I really want to get into skateboarding, and that would be that would break my wrist so fast. But that's irrelevant to the conversation. Anyways, so that was my dream of being an Olympian. That's where it started. That's where I was born, and then I quit gymnastics because at that point I was already going to the gym 20 hours a week in fifth grade which is insane that's a lot of hours obviously that's like the commitment that you have to take if you want to be an olympian it was only going to go up from there but this is when i was entering middle school and i knew that i did not want to be homeschooled again because my homeschooling experience was so miserable and if i wanted to be an olympian i knew i would have to be homeschooled and that was just not not in the deal for me i could not do that so i quit sixth grade um, I started basketball in sixth grade, and I was addicted to this, like, I never, I barely even knew the rules, I remember in sixth grade, it was just, like, I played pickup, we played during, like, recess or whatever, and so I was on our blue team, which is, like, I guess, middle school, you know, how, okay, high school, there's varsity and JV, like, in middle school, there was gold, which is, like, middle school varsity, I guess, and then blue, which was, like, middle school JV, And so I was on the blue team, but I knew that I wanted to uh, be on the gold team next year and be really good. And then I started AAU basketball, and I was, I I honestly, like, forget about this. I feel like I just kind of went gymnastics, field hockey, but literally, like, basketball for me was intense. (laughs) I played AAU for two years, and I was very small, and it was difficult, yes, but I was a good point guard, and I was really good at dribbling. I was kind of nasty, guys. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, I was good at basketball. Um, and I played in seventh grade and I made gold. And then I played AU through that spring. And then eighth grade was when I started club field hockey. I also started field hockey in seventh grade. I feel like I should mention that. I played in middle school and I picked it up really fast. And obviously I loved it because that's what I'm going to school for. See, I always knew I'd go to school for a sport. That's how I feel about the Olympics. I always knew I was going to, I knew I'm going to go. I just don't know what sport yet, <laughs> which I guess is bad and backwards but you know that's okay (laughs) I assume it's gonna be field hockey I don't know we're sorry still getting there played AU basketball eighth grade rolls around I'm not playing AU because I started club for field hockey and I was doing indoor it was my first ever season obviously I'm scared of the coaches and I want to be at every single practice but I also wanted to play basketball and honestly the coach got so mad at me for this I went to basketball tryouts because I wasn't sure if I wanted to play basketball in eighth grade or not. So I went to tryouts, and this, that year they were picking people up for the JV game, or for the JV team too, because there weren't enough high schoolers. So since I was in eighth grade, I could either be put on the gold or the JV team. Obviously, I wanted to be on the JV team. However, on the last day of tryouts, I was like, that was when I kind of decided, like, I'm already going to be playing, like, field hockey and I was doing indoor track that's right eighth grade was when I started running it's all coming back to me now sorry (laughs) there's a lot to this athletic story seventh grade I started field hockey uh middle of basketball I ran track in the spring eighth grade I ran varsity cross country got invited to run indoor track with the varsity team that's in the winter basketball's in the winter and indoor field hockey's in the winter 
So I decided to let go of basketball because I was kind of not liking it anymore. And yeah, the coach was mad at me. She was like, why did you come if you weren't going to play? I was like, I didn't know if I was going to play. And if I decided I was, I didn't want to be stuck on like the blue team just because I wasn't there, you know. So it was all for a reason. So I didn't play basketball, ran indoor track, did indoor field hockey, fell in love with field hockey. Oh my gosh, guys, I love field hockey so much. <laughs> and then eighth grade spring season, ran for varsity track. So I wasn't running with the middle school team, even though I was in middle school. <laughs> Not to flex or anything. But that was that was a great year for me running. I won all my events in conference. <laughs> And our girls team won conference, and then in states, I got second. No, I got third in the 400 as an eighth grader at a high school state meet. But, you know, it's okay. <laughs> no no flex. And going into that, that's when I started thinking about playing a sport in college. And for some reason, my first thought was, oh, like, I should run in college. Like, I'm already running at varsity right now. I should do this. And so we were meeting with an NCSA coach. And we were going to get a recruiting profile. And then I ran my 400 at conference. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this in college. I hate this, <laughs> which is true. I do hate it. But I run it to stay in shape. And to win things, because, oh, well, why not? What time is it? 10.01? Okay, we're doing good on time, guys. <laughs> and then I decided I want to play field hockey in college, because I played my first outdoor season ever for a club team. And it was magical, and I loved it. And... That's where I am right now. I've been playing ever since. Didn't do any club. I don't think I'm going to do club this fall because they're going to a recruiting tournament and it's on grass. And yes, it'd be beneficial to play other people, but I think I'm just going to do private lessons instead. Plus, it's guys, it's so expensive. I don't want to make my family drive down to Disney and stay at a really expensive Disney resort because it's state of play and ugh, it's so expensive. And they've been paying for it for so long and this year that's like that's not necessary, I don't want to go, and I think instead we're just going to put that towards my college tuition, so not doing that this year, uh, I haven't, no, I didn't sign up, although I'm probably going to get an angry email from my coach being like, he does this to the seniors every year, like, you need to come to these events, and we're like, no, we really do not, <laughs> plus I'm injured, I'm still recovering from a stupid hip injury, so I'm trying to not, you know, be a mess. Anyways, that was a whole tangent. I think I'm going to go to the Olympics for field hockey. I just got to get really good <laughs> uh, in college. Obviously, I want to play in college. I want to play as a freshman in college, which means my next year is all about grinding. Like, I got to get good, good. So, you know, that's exciting. Lots of personal training, lots of lifting. I'm going to work my butt off in college. And then in 2028, the Olympics are coming to America. And I'm torn on whether I want to go <laughs> in 2028 or 2032. 2028, I would be my early 20s. So, you know, prime. I'd be out of college. I would have been training with the USA team for three years. Honestly, I think it's feasible. That's all. Plus, I live, like, the I live in the state that the training facility is in. So, I mean, I'm here. I'm a local. Like, let's do this. But that means I'd have to put my career on hold. But honestly, I think I can manage that if I got to be an Olympian. It'd be so cool. So, you know, I can do it. I believe in myself. <laughs> Whether or not you believe in me. Okay, now that I've kind of talked about 
uh, my goals, <laughs> which you didn't really ask for, but here we are. I'm kind of my life story. Uh, let's just talk about some of my other favorite events in the Olympics. I love to watch ping pong. I think it's just, <laughs> it's so crazy. They go so fast. And for me, like ping pong, I, I consider it a sport at that high level. It has to be a high level for it to be a sport. And at the Olympics, it's a sport. And I don't know. It's, it's honestly kind of, I find it kind of funny, which is maybe is not good, but <laughs> I'm sorry. It's ping pong. <laughs> But they're so good. I love watching figure skating. Oh, guys, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. I already taught rhythmic gymnastics. Volleyball, eh. I'll, like, watch the highlights or something. Skateboarding. Skateboarding is new to the Olympics this year, and I watched the men's run two days ago, and it was so cool. I wanted to watch the women's one, but at this point, it was 12 a.m., and WRAL was doing their little new, or, I don't know, NBC. They were at, like, a news break. So, I didn't want to stay up and watch it, because it was 12 a.m., and I was tired, and I didn't sleep in those mornings, honestly. It's a good thing that I didn't. What other sports do I watch? I wanted to watch surfing this year, but it wasn't, like, picked up, so kind of sad. I always try to watch field hockey, but because there's no U.S. teams at the Olympics for field hockey this year, it's not being streamed until, like, the quarterfinals, so my dad (laughs) would log into a Japanese VPN and then get it from the Japanese server because it'd be like he was in Japan or whatever but it hasn't worked the past couple days and we think they're on to us but that's okay oh my gosh I'm forgetting all of the sports I watch wait is figure skating that's winter olympics that's not summer olympics I'm not sure actually I'm pretty sure that's winter olympics I kind of blur them all together that's bad oh track I always watch the track ones because they run very fast well, like the basic ones that I've already talked about watching gymnastics, swimming. Don't watch basketball because it's embarrassing to see your NBA players get lose to Europeans that don't even play basketball. Like, it's not even a huge thing in their country, but it's cool. I think those are all the main sports I watch. Oh, I wanted to watch fencing too, but it also wasn't on. It's not, they're only streaming a couple sports. Like, I want to watch fencing. <laughs> the diving. That's, that's the third one. When in the list of the four most watched ones, it goes gymnastics, swimming, diving, track and field. That's what it is. Guys, the diving. I would so do a dive team if we had one on my school. It's insane. They're so cool. It's like gymnastics, but like less, uh, I don't know. It's still intense, but it's like, I feel like it's less of a physical demand on your body. I could be totally wrong, but that's just my opinion. Anyways. That's that's my take on the Olympics. I love watching them. I think they're an amazing thing for the world, providing a nice sense of unity. Rowing! That's one more, guys. I love rowing. I read a book on rowing, the 1936 Berlin Olympics, when the USA men's team win, won, and it was like right before World War II. I recommend reading it. It's called The Boys in the Boat. It's a really good book, and now I love rowing. I realized I need to find a sports quote, so uh, give me a quick second. Before I wrap this episode up. Sports quotes. Yes, I literally googled these and just pick one. So, let's do a Michael Jordan one. Mm, okay. You have to expect things of yourself before you can do them. That's by Michael Jordan. And I am going to apply that to my 
whole dream of going to the Olympics thing. I can imagine myself there, and I know it's possible and in my wheelhouse. So, I'm, you know, one step closer. (laughs) Still kind of far away, but that's all right. We're going to work on it, and that's all that matters. I can picture myself, and I can see the steps I need to take to get there. So, let's do it. And now for our final Bible verse of the week. We have Hebrews 13.8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. What a beautiful promise. No matter how many times your dreams change, your goals change, um, your abilities change, Jesus Christ is the same and he loves us the same and our faith and hope in him is the same forever. So, what a beautiful thing. And that's about it for this podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, it's just kind of my ranting about the Olympics and my dreams and aspirations. So uh, I guess it's a little personal insight into who I want to be someday. And I'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Oh, wait. First, shameless plug. I know I said goodbye, but my Etsy store, Beyond the Faces, capital B, Beyond the capital F Faces. Go check it out. Some pretty cool stuff. We could probably have some new stuff coming. My YouTube channel, L-E-B, capital E, E E-L-L-Y, capital B. Got some videos up. I need to do some more, but that's okay. And then when I get this blog going, I'll let you know what that's going to be. So, I think that's all the plugs. So, alright, now I love you guys. Goodbye. (laughs) Thanks for listening, and feel free to share.